Hey guys, good evening. This is JP, and I'm going to start、um, my podcast.、Uh, it's gonna be called the Random Programmer. I don't know if there's a podcast with that name already. I don't care.、Um, yeah. So for for this series, I'll be asking, I'll be answering. Sorry, a couple of questions asked by fellow developers. So,、uh, better tune in. Hey guys,、uh, so episode one officially begins. Now we'll begin with the question: framework or no framework? So、uh, this was one of the couple of questions that were asked、um, when I requested for questions that programmers commonly ask for. Now,、uh, for a little disclaimer,、um, everything that I'm gonna say here would be my own preference,、uh, my own opinion, and maybe you have your own preferences. But this is what、uh, what I think personally. Okay, so. Will、uh, this will be a comparison of、uh, using a framework and not using a framework, and then presenting the advantages and disadvantages. So let's get started. So let's talk about not using a framework. So, what are the advantages? First, you have control. That means you're unconstrained. You can do whatever you want. This is especially powerful if you've already mastered the language, because you know what to do. You know exactly what to do, and you don't have to be constrained by any system. Next, it is fast because there is no overhead. So, like、uh, frameworks, usually frameworks usually、uh, introduce code that you don't usually use, and that、uh, makes your bundle size bigger. Unless you're doing code splitting, but um, yeah, um, more code that you don't use actually makes um your app slower. And then, next advantage is that it has no learning curve. Of course, if you're not gonna use something, you're not gonna learn it. Of course, so there's no learning curve. And then, there's no unused code because you're just. Using the language, you don't have any code、um, that you imported that you're not actually using. And when you're using frameworks, that's usually the case. You're not using the whole framework; you're just using a part of it. So,、uh, if you're not using a framework, there there is no unused code. And then, if another advantage would be, it's easier to debug. Why? Because you don't have Code that you didn't write. So、um, what happens usually is you're going to find、uh, yourself digging into the GitHub issues of the framework that you're using. When the framework is acting up, you have to dive through and ask questions in Stack Overflow or your developer communities because the framework is acting up, especially when it's young. Especially when it's new, and there is not a lot yet,、uh, a lot of community support yet. So、um, that's a problem. And even in bigger,、uh, 
bigger frameworks, sometimes it is uh, when it's acting up, you don't know why because you didn't write the code. Uh, yeah, you can search for doc uh, documentation, but not all frameworks have great documentation. Another advantage is that you don't have an architecture. Uh, you're not, I mean, you're not constrained by a particular architecture. Um, you can do whatever you want. Um, you can just follow what uh, the language um, allows, for example. So, for example, if you're using JavaScript, and then uh, you can just uh, use uh, functional programming, that paradigm, and or maybe the prototypal inheritance rather than be constrained by uh, the classes uh, that some frameworks introduce. Because the frameworks were influenced by uh, traditional classical OOP uh, languages, you know, like MVC frameworks. Um, in M when you're using MVC frameworks, you'd be uh, trapped in that structure of MVC. And sometimes that's not really a perfect fit for your application. Yeah, so I think those are the advantages of frameworks, uh, of not using frameworks. Now let's discuss framework advantages. So first advantage of using a framework is that it gives you the ability to go fast, faster development. Because frameworks give you um, most of the functionality you usually use in an application, then you don't have or you don't need to implement them. So it makes you go faster. So instead of uh, implementing them yourself, just grab it, use it, and just worry about the business uh, logic of your application. So sometimes these frameworks are uh, so give you so much um, capabilities that you can develop a full application within a day or within a few hours. So they're that fast. Another adva advantage of using a framework is that it gives you structure. You don't have, uh, you don't need to have this cognitive load of trying to figure out what structure you would follow. You don't have to think about it. Uh, it it's gonna be just uh, another load on your mind. Uh, you're gonna keep thinking about it. So if you're using a framework, you can just follow the structure that's given to you by the framework. On the other hand, it kind of constrains you and uh, this allows you from doing stuff that you need to do, uh, that you want to do. Because most of the time, the structure is going to be enough. Unless you're using something um, that doesn't really fit the paradigm of the framework. And that says uh, something about your choice. So it's either this is not the right framework for you, or maybe you really shouldn't be using a framework, or the architecture should be reimagined. Um, next is... You need a lower skill level. You only need to learn the framework. You don't need to learn how to implement it in order to use it. And uh, that just saves you time and saves you um, your energy from trying to learn um, the nitty gritties of a language. So you can just learn the framework 
and then just use it. Now let's talk about framework disadvantages. So first disadvantage is the learning curve. So if you already know the language and you still uh, and you want to learn how to use a framework, you have to learn the framework. So like you're gonna have to dive into the documentations, read a bunch of tutorials, and yeah, it's uh, gonna cost you some time uh, to learn the framework. But it is uh, actually just a, a trade-off. So like uh, you don't have to waste time developing instead of focus on the business logic but you're gonna have to go to the trouble of um, reading uh, the documentations of the framework so that, that, that's just a trade-off and another one is that frameworks have overhead so you're not gonna use everything and there's a layer uh, above your code uh, that you're not actually gonna use all of it so that makes your code a little bit slower and bigger which is a problem for like let's say co a co and then you'll have a lot of unused code so it all it's also bundled with uh the overhead of the framework especially if it's a full framework a full stack framework you're gonna have um it's gonna be uh pretty bloated so you're gonna have to find a way around that maybe do code splitting or something and um harder debugging uh, i've discussed this as um no framework advantage because if you have a framework if it acts up you're gonna have problem debugging it if it, it actually is the problem and even if the code is your uh, the problem is in your code the code that you wrote not the framework uh you're still gonna have problems with it because um the framework is directly acting on your code and you don't know and uh, if you do not know everything about the the framework gonna have a hard time um, this is especially true when I tried out Angular 1. It was horrible, trust me. Yeah. So, next is um, while set structure is a framework advantage, it is also a framework disadvantage. Why? Because you're being constrained in that particular structure. So, if you actually want um, to do uh something that does not fit the paradigm of the framework then you're gonna have a hard time yeah yes you're you're constrained in that structure and again bundled with that is that you have less control because the framework is basically controlling the whole thing yeah so uh, you'll have less control the framework is controlling it so what you can do is business uh, you can write business logic uh, but then again the framework is still in control of your application sometimes this is a good thing it's a bad thing uh, on the good side uh, you, you're gonna have um, better management of the code um, you're out no I mean you don't have you don't need to have too much cognitive load because the framework is managing the code for you uh, most of the functions for you but uh, on the other hand um, you can't control what the framework is doing well the what's what it's doing underneath uh, all those layers so 
Those are the problems. So we discovered that both frameworks and not using a framework have their own advantages and disadvantages. It doesn't take an Einstein to figure that out. Um, but which is it really? Do we use a framework or do we forego using one? As with most questions in the world, the answer lies in between. So this is my own opinion. But uh, I have tried uh, a couple of different frameworks, um, front-end, back-end, and full-stack. But um, what I can say is that when you're working on a small project, it's like a pet project, and if you, if you want to make it fast, then use vanilla. Um, by mean vanilla, I mean don't use a framework. Um, it makes it fast. It gives you more control over the application and you know what's happening when it's breaking down. Uh, in contrast to uh, bigger projects, uh, if you're working on bigger projects or more, um, uh, you're working on projects which have a really uh, close deadline, really tight schedule, so I uh, advise using a framework because it's gonna make you uh, it's gonna assist you in creating your program so you're not you don't have to worry about uh, for example routing anymore or caching um, templating uh, you don't have to worry about most of those anymore because the framework is handling them for you so you can just focus on your business logic and you're on your way so you can just finish your application fast but the problem is the overhead right so there are a couple of uh, things that uh, you can do so one is um, you can do code splitting yeah and another one is uh, you can choose a library which allows you a framework which allows you to just uh, get the parts that you need so that's another um, what else oh yeah I, I've been talking about code splitting but I did not define what that is uh, that's basically when uh, you find the common parts of your your application your dependencies and you break them down and you just use the code that you're just uh, that you need for the particular instance for example if you're doing route level code splitting you're just gonna uh, pull in the code that you need for that route so it's lazily loaded so the other code that is supposed to come in is not that it's not actually used is not pulled so you're actually making the application faster and the load is lesser to the client Usually you handle this with Webpack, but you, you can actually just do, do this yourself or maybe use a faster alternative to Webpack like Fusebox for example. So again, um, if you want to go fast and it's a small project and you want more control, uh, go vanilla. Don't use a framework. Uh, that's my opinion, okay? And then if it's a bigger project and it's, um, you have a tight schedule, then use a framework.
uh, the only problem there is that you have to learn the framework, of course, and it's gonna be a uh, teeny bit slower, so you have to find a way to make it go faster so it doesn't hurt your, your CO ratings. So that's it for me. So um, there's one other topic that I want to talk about. So that's going to be the next one. I know the question is about frameworks and going vanilla, not using a framework. But there's still something that lies in between. And these are your libraries. Now, libraries, um, like frameworks, have built-in functionalities that you can just grab and use. But unlike frameworks, they do not control your whole application. So you just pull in the functionality you use and just use it. Examples would be like Lodash, Ramda, and the very popular React, JS. So, um... With these libraries, um, you can do what you can do in uh, vanilla uh, in vanilla JS or whatever your language of choosing, and still um, get additional functionality. So you can have all the control you want, and you can have uh, and just pull in extra functionality without that binding you and your code. So. If I were to choose, if I'm going to use uh, a framework or a vanilla or vanilla, just using no framework, I'd, uh, I'd say neither. I'd pick something in between, which is a library. So, so for example, um, you can try using. Um, you can try the functional paradigm or your um, reactive program paradigm and just pull in a library and it won't really uh, affect how you architect your your program uh, unlike um, full featured frameworks which actually uh, prevent you from doing that somehow so like with the react you can uh, you can do your um, imperative programming style uh, your uh, classical OOP style, but you can also use um, functional style or functional reactive programming paradigms. So uh, React doesn't really uh, constrain you uh, with the style of programming you want because it's just the view layer. It's just a library. It's a library. It doesn't constrain you. So for me, um, that'd be a good choice. So if you're, again, if you're asked to pick between uh, vanilla or a framework, just maybe compromise and pick a library instead so with that i end this episode so questions uh you can just send me um it's there in anchor or maybe just comment on facebook or something so toodaloo